Silhouette Zero, Rebellion. Click, the captain of a legitimate freight business and owner of Click's Quick Trips, has found himself drawn into the Galactic Civil War. With his friend Reyna captured by the Empire, he and the crew of the Spice Wolf have had to join the Fifth Fleet, an intelligence-gathering branch of the Rebel Alliance. Now working with cutthroat Zelonian captain Argo Betatrix, our heroes must exchange work for information. Will the crew be able to work with the Rebels? And can the Rebels provide information they need? Find out in Episode 3, Farnacor Station. Hey everybody, and welcome back to Silhouette Zero. I am your Game Master and host, Chris Ng. And I'm the player, the brother Matt. Okay, let's set up our destiny pool. That would be five force die, please. Five force die. And kaplonk. Five light side, two dark side. Uh, oh boy. Okay. Five I'm light side, two dark this. side. It's a very large pool today. Well, last time, I mean, like, we used them a lot. This is true. So last time, Click and company had joined the Rebel Alliance for real and for true this time, no going back, in order to save their friend, Reyna. They are now sitting in the turbo lift with their new commanding officer, Argo Betterix, a Salonian, whom I described last time as a space cat. Really, space mm -hmm. weasel is a little more accurate. Okay. Um... She would normally not be Silhouette Zero. Salonians are short, but not that short, except that her legs have been cut off. <laughs> if what she said is to be believed by a lightsaber, they've been replaced by cybernetic legs, which are a little bit too short for her actual size, bringing her down to Silhouette Zero size. Right. She has data pad out, and she's tapping away... Um, and then she's reaching around into a satchel and handing out these command cylinders to each of you. Since I assumed that you would be joining our cause, I spent the last day preparing. Wait, you knew we were going to join you? She hesitates for a second. Well, I suppose since you're under my command, I can tell you that I'm a very good intelligence officer. And I've been studying the antics of yourself and the missing Reyna for some time. Antics? Uh, surely you mean daring do? <laughs> Click, can we just, uh, this isn't really the time to This is the time. Look, if we don't do this now, it's never going to be repaired. This is going to be our life forever. We're going to be antic makers. Do you want to be an antic maker? Well, no, not really. That, that doesn't sound very, that doesn't sound very good. Right, it doesn't sound very good. We are no antic roadshow. <laughs> Listen here, whatever it is you want us to do so we can help Reyna, we will do. But don't start thinking that we're going to be falling into line and saluting anybody here. Yeah, we're special ops. We've made our own way through the galaxy and we intend to keep it that way. Yeah. Listen, spec ops is a good fit for people like you. But don't forget, without our help, you have no hope of recovering your friend. The command cylinders I gave you correspond to a rank within the Rebel Alliance military. Click your equivalency is Lieutenant. Ooh. Tazi, you are Master Sergeant. Jinko, you are a Sergeant. I don't know what any of that means. Basically, rank goes starting with myself in the order that I just said it. Um, Captain? Yes. 
What about Kobe? What? She looks up a droid. He want a rank. Uh huh. He looks at. Um, she looks at Click. Where would you say he falls in the chain of command within your own little family here? He's my right hand man. Well then, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to demote you, Tazi, to sergeant. Um. Okay, that's okay. I don't mind. <laughs> you didn't think I was gonna promote Kobe? <laughs> have you met me uh, before? <laughs> Your droid can be master sergeant. Taz, you'll be demoted to sergeant. Jinko, um, you'll be a senior trooper. Jinko continues to shrug and roll his eyes. Again, don't understand this. Don't want to know it. It's not really important for us. It's just if you end up in situations with other Rebel Alliance members, some of them are a little bit old school. Especially the, especially the defectors. It's good to have you somewhere on the line. Right. Um, cool. I guess. I mean, I was a captain. Now I'm a lieutenant. <laughs> <laughs> the turbo lift stops and opens up on the forward hangar bay on the Twilight Imperator, where you see the Spice Wolf is currently being loaded with stuff. Um, what's that? I'll give you a tour in a minute. Uh, before we do that, let's talk about duty. Okie doke. Duty in Age of Rebellion is how a character feels in their heart is the most effective way that they individually can can contribute to the Alliance's success. Right. Um, so what do you think Click is sitting at with Duty here? Um, I believe he's still sitting at a, what is it, space superiority? Yeah, which is? Oh, uh, it means that he thinks he can best help the Alliance by being the best in space. Yeah. <laughs> He's the best at space. He is the best at space. And what do you think Kobe's duty falls into? Um, This one was a tricky one for me, uh, but I think probably the closest thing for him would probably be counterintelligence. So messing with the enemy. Yeah. Because, I mean, that seems very in line with what he does anyway. This is very true. I could have seen a sabotage as well. Yeah, but he doesn't actually do sabotage per se. Right. There's a lot of information messing. And right. he'll, I, yeah. he'll he'll fiddle, he'll fiddle with stuff as he's going along. But I mean, it, that was my that was the close runner. It was either okay. going to be sabotage or counterintelligence. So for your notes, you can mark down that each of them have a contribution rank of 10. Um, so let me go through the rest of your crew here. Argo, obviously intelligence. Her belief is that the best way to win is to find out what the Empire is doing. That's why she works in Spec Ops. Tazi and Jinko, I don't even know if they are fully aware that this is their duty. Um, the way I kind of approached it is they've had a day to think about whether or not they're going to be joining the Alliance. Right. Waiting for Click to wake up. So... This is their reflections on how they can do best or what the problems of the Alliance are. Tazi's is resource acquisition. Mm. The That's belief, what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> she's a dirty scavenger or... How dare you? That's specious. <laughs> uh, yeah, resource acquisition because she never feels like anyone's got enough stuff. <laughs> and She's a hoarder, as yeah. can be seen on the Spice Wolf with her junk pile. 
And Jinko's is tech procurement. Mm. Uh, with a yeah, we don't have as good scientists as the Empire does, so we need their stuff. Well, and he also remembers his favorite mission for the Rebel Alliance, where he stole a bunch of ships in order <laughs> to get the Tie Interceptor. Right. And he felt like that was a big victory. So his thing is, of course, it would be tech procurement, parentheses, stealing it. But, um, you know, his idea is, well, it's the Empire's got better stuff. Let's take it for ourselves. Right. So here's how uh, duty works. We have a total, right? Um, similar to obligation. So it's 10 for each character. You've got a, So you've got 1 to 50. Oh, uh-huh. Instead of obligation, though, where it was bad, you actually mm-hmm. want your duty to, to come up. Weird. Yeah. Um, so mechanically speaking, if it lands on your 10 range, mm-hmm. you get two additional wound threshold. Ooh. If it lands on anybody's range, um, you get one. So like if it landed on Tazi, Tazi would get two, you would get one. Huh, okay. Um, if it doesn't land on anybody, nothing happens. You can increase the amount of duty you have by doing things that fall in line with that thing. Okay, got so it. So every time Jinko steals a piece of technology, his tech procurement duty increases. Once the entire party um, levels up the duty to 100, uh-huh. then you get the contribution rank. So you've done so much stuff for the Alliance that you get a bunch of free stuff. Oh, ships, weapons, credits, that kind of thing. Um, And then your duty levels reset back to zero and you you do it again. Oh, weird. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. So why don't you go ahead and roll the the D100 and see what happens? Alrighty. 97. Okay. Nothing happens. (laughs) Nothing happens. I'm glad we explained it all so that nothing could happen with it. That was a lot of buildup for me messing up. (laughs) Uh, you approach the spice wolf there are technicians crewmen kind of shuffling about the first major thing you spot is that um well one tazi's junk pile has been shifted over hey my junk pile what is it out of order now yes (laughs) oh okay whatever you say (laughs) Two, there is a very large vault-like installation that's been attached to the ship, and it's an armory. It's got electronic lock, very thick walls, and uh, some technicians are loading weapons into it right now. Uh, are we going to be a moving Dropbox? With special operations, you never know what you're going to need something. I always find it helpful to be prepared. Fair enough. It's not going to have anything exotic or groundbreaking but she takes a look at your blaster every once in a while we're gonna need something more than a pea shooter hey i'll have you know that this pea shooter shot the respirator off of an inquisitor not too long ago and if you'd had a better gun he might be dead Mm. um next thing you see is a very large droid imagine Okay, the floaty droid from the end of episode three, the medical one. Right. Imagine that, except that its body has been replaced with a refrigerator. 
Okay. And this so, large refrigerator droid um, has a bunch of antennas sticking out of it. So it's kind of like a flying version of the Crushinator from Futurama. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, as everyone's looking at it, the droid turns and goes, Why don't you take a hollow snap? It'll last longer. Oh, goodness. Well, we're not bringing that with us, are we? Oh, yes. Um, that's Roz. Stands for Rebel Operations Synchronizer. She's one part encryptor, one part decryptor, one part subspace transmission, one part hyperspace lane coordinate repository. Basically, she's going to be the access point to anything you need for the rest of the Alliance. Um, She'll integrate it, it right into your ship. Don't worry about that. Is there any way to make it less annoying? I could wipe her memory, but... I've found that every once in a while, it's useful to have some of the older codes, older older pieces of information still available. Right, right. Um, okay. Uh, Rise will be staying in Jinko's room. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I, I think she'll be fine here in the cargo bay. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Just... Don't touch my stuff. Roz looks over at the junk pile. Don't worry, honey, not interested. That's not the stuff I was talking about, but okay. Why doesn't anybody like my junk? Wait a minute, I don't want them to like my junk. That's okay. <laughs> Why do you keep calling it junk? <laughs> uh, the technicians finish up installing Roz, her like power car, her uh, like power recharger. Uh huh. They load the armory. They key the locks to your uh, command code cylinders, and then they head off. And you're left alone with Argo. Do you have a mission brief and hollow table, or... Um, the Jarek? Oh, you mean Kobe? <laughs> Actually, most of the time we just sit in the cargo bay on cargo crates. And we talk about things, like our feelings. Well, I suppose we can slum it a little bit. Gather up a crate, then. <laughs> We all drag a crate over and do... All of us do our awkward climb onto the crates, except for <laughs> Jinko, who, hovers, who flies up on top of it. <laughs> There's a lot of, like, shambling involved. <laughs> okay. Ready. Our first mission. We intend to utilize your reputation as smugglers and ne'er-do-wells. What? We're legitimate freightsmen. Um, well, I mean, we're not fully legitimate freightsmen. Quick, quick not... trips is the paramount cornerstone of legal activity. We skip a lot of checkpoints. You do That's know they that, right? Time. Yeah, this is because they take too much time. They're called quick trips, not regular trips that you can get from any schmuck. Okay, I wasn't going to tell you this, but a lot of those people were, you know... Criminal overlords or political prisoners. Hey, or... everyone has to. Everyone has the right to use transportation. <laughs> I don't care what your own weird personal beliefs are, Tazi. Uh, look, my point is that we're not entirely legitimate. We're also not entirely smugglers. We sit in a gray area, like most of the time. Hmm. I'll have to talk to Kobe about this later. <laughs> my point is. We always have to try to use our new recruits for certain operations as early as possible because 
Nobody knows yet of your alliance ties. Does that make sense? Yeah. Good. <clears throat> the Empire has been recently gathering a number of smugglers, independent vessels, spaces of all sorts of people to do some sort of job. What kind of job? That's what we don't know. But it is peculiar that they would try to contract some of this out to individuals rather than just use their own vast resources. Still, it's an opportunity I can't pass off. It's uh, coordinated by a Biff named Danar Pin. Um, some ties to Huts, some ties to the Black Sun. But we believe he's operating on his own this time. His cover is that he's the manager of a Biff band called the American Monarchs. Ew, those guys are awful. I've never even heard of them. I saw them at a festival one time, and, ugh, Murky's right. I mean, come on, right? Like, it's called Clear Tones. I just told you I've never heard of them before. Why are you Decent asking me harmonies. Right? He's currently... Intelligence has him currently at the Ferrier Junction. So, what do you want us to do about it? Well, we're gonna get hired to do the job to find out what it is the Empire's working on. Okay. Secondary objective is to find out Pin's Imperial Contact, and the tertiary objective, the one that should go without saying, is please do not blow our cover. That's your tertiary objective? Gosh, you really don't care about our objective. <laughs> As I said, it should go without saying. Well, it didn't, though. You made it the tertiary objective. Listen, uh, you can't really blame her how many headshots do you have on you right now? Oof. Um, I don't really keep track. I need you to uh, give them to me. Oh, after all this time, I'm honored. Okay. No, Two, I Jinka. don't want one sign. I want <laughs> you to not have them so that you do not go around saying, Hello, I'm Conflict Kajak. Maybe you have heard of me and my amazing podness. I don't understand what you're getting at. Oh, I get it. You're jealous. <laughs> You're jealous that I get all the attention. Because old Jinko over here, I am so important. Why does no one want my picture? And you hold out your sad little hand-drawn pictures on your little papers. And you just crumple one up and throw it in the trash. And then Tazi goes in and takes the trash and goes, Ew, a Jinko picture, and puts it back. <laughs> I have never done that, and I have never been jealous of you, and I never will be. I Whatever. just don't want to fail the tertiary objective of blowing our cover. Come on, tertiary means it's not important. Everyone knows that. Um, it's just, I don't want to really get involved here, but the cover is that we are who we are, so actually you should make sure Click has them so that we don't seem like we're acting out of the ordinary. Boom! Headshot! Uh. Hey, hey, get it? Get it? Bet you want this signed copy now, don't you, Jinko? All right, what do you want to do? So you can go to Ferry 8 Junction, do whatever knowledge rolls you want to do. You can talk to the crew, talk to the Alliance people, whatever you want. Kobe. Kobe. Huh? Level with me. Have we been doing smuggling stuff? Because oh. Tazi said we're not legitimate freightsmen, and I'm uh -uh. a little concerned. We're not? Uh-uh. Uh Ah, right. We're not actually doing freighting. That makes sense. Why didn't you just put it like that, then? No, it's okay. I got it. I got it already. I got it. 
We're not legitimate freightsmen because we're not doing cargo runs. We're doing transportation. That's completely different. Done. Hey, Jink. Oh, shoot. Hey, Tazi, you're right. I checked with Kobe. Um, yeah, it all makes sense now. Okay, great. Um, I, you probably still don't understand it. It's okay. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. Like everything else around here. Excuse you? You make it sound like you do everything on the ship. Including things like flying, doing the nav coordinates. Huh? Huh? Do you do those things? Click, are you aware that we actually run three businesses? I was barely aware we ran one. <laughs> I only knew that because of the commercials. Clicks Quick Trips is your side where you take the smuggler's ace, and then I run Raina's Legitimate Freightsman, where we t- the Spice Wolf does regular boring cargo runs, and then Kobe and Jinko sometimes sell their paths to other people. What do they call their business? I don't know. I never asked. I don't hey, Jinko! Jinko! What? What's the name of your business? What business? The hyperspace lane chart selling business. We don't do it out in the open. We do it through back channels in the underworld. Oh. So you couldn't think of one, huh? <laughs> like, if you need help, just give, just, you know, swing on by. Right. I will ask the master of marketing himself. Hey, hey. <laughs> ask anyone on Cloud City if they know who I am. <laughs> oh, boy. Or Hadrian Station. <laughs> we can't. We blew it up. <laughs> exactly. With fame and popularity. <laughs> Alright, what's the quickest way to get to Ferry Junction? Jinko, is he okay? He seems extra out of it right now. <laughs> it's probably the back to sickness. I'm going to hope he gets his head in the game later. Can you roll me either Underworld or Outer Rim against Two's? Alright, um, Kobe has a rank in both of those, so I'll roll his. Four green and one yellow versus two purple. Two purple. (laughs) Two success and three advantages. When you exit hyperspace, Kobe knows that Argo has charted in the course to Farnacore Station. There are a couple of things here that are of note that Kobe knows about. One... The Starlight Starbright, the lounge where the murky Minox are currently playing. It's just sort of a, well, like a lounge lizard vibe mm-hmm. type of cantina. Farnacore Station is also known for the Long Shot Casino. You can bet on literally anything. There are odds makers willing to bet on pretty much any concoction you can think of. Ooh. Um, recently... Someone made a lot of money um, betting that the Alliance was going to destroy the Death Star. (laughs) Um, That person made a lot of money, and nobody knows where they are now. Your advantages? Oh, there's also a bounty bar, and then generic station shops, supplies, droids, gear, that kind of thing. Uh, Question for you. Yep. What's my credit flow like these days? Ooh, that is a great question. You do have three businesses. What did you have before we... Or do you have anything marked down at all? Uh, it was very fluctuating. Like, it was a lot, though. Uh, roll the D100. Because it was like tens of thousands. Uh, that's six successes and a 53, because I forgot to clear it first. 
Uh, but there's a 53. And a 53? <laughs> well, because you told me to roll D100. I left the previous roll Oh, you roll forgot up. that. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 53. Okay, we'll go if you have 53,000 total, but it's like the total business account. Right. Typically, you have to ask permission from Tazi to get money. <laughs> um, okay. First advantage... I'm going to go for the gimme that I always do. Um, Kobe has been here before. Yep. Because <laughs> uh, that's my personal favorite one. And and he used to work at the Starlight Starbright <laughs> as a server <laughs> droid. <laughs> uh, recently? Like before he joined up with Click? Oh, it was before he joined up with Click. I wouldn't say that recently. Okay. But somewhere, right. like, you know... Recent-ish. If this were a noir story, we'd get a hard-boiled internal monologue of Kobe going, I never thought I'd see this place again. When I rolled out of there, I rolled out of there for good. <laughs> but in reality, when you walk in, you see this on one of the walls, there's a, a whole like lo- line of like pictures of employees of the month, and you see several with Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you land at Farnacore Station. Um... Who do you take with you? Uh, I imagine we're all going to get off the ship. I mean, it's there's no reason for any of us to hang out on it. Yeah, Peru. The whole team moves. All right. Let's get this out of your system right now, Jinko. Want to go to the casino? No. You sure? Yes. Have you sworn off of gambling? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I just, I don't even know what I would bet on. Well, that's the, that's the beauty of this place. According to the pamphlet... It says here that you can bet on anything, literally anything. Like, I could bet that the next person we see has not heard of you? Ooh, now things are getting interesting. (laughs) That's a sucker's bet, but (laughs) let's go for it. Come on, come on. This will be fun. You guys, we really should be doing the mission. There's still time. Is there a task? Look, if we don't do this now, we'll never have a chance to do this. Our cover will be blown. People will start coming after us and we'll have to blow up the station. <laughs> um, I didn't actually plan on you going to the Longshot Casino. I don't know why I didn't do that. What? Uh, Are you kidding me? Have you even <laughs> met me before? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so I'm going to use my Womp Rats uh, species table to figure <laughs> out who you're, who you're running into here. Oh, oh what a lovely roll. You head up to the first odds maker. Um, so at the beginning, the entrance of the long shot is your basic casino stuff. There's Hintaro, Savak, competitive Dejeric. Um, right. You know, there's pod races being displayed on one monitor, swoop races on another. That sort and of also, thing. strangely enough, Kino, because that is the universal truth. <laughs> <laughs> So you make your way over toward where the strange odds makers are, and you go to a little booth. And on the other side of the counter, steps onto a stool, an Ugnot. Ooh. Hello, how can I... Um, wait, this has got to be a good line. Um, Hello, welcome to the Long Shot Casino. How can I stack the odds against you? Uh, hi, we would like to make a bet. All right. All right, Can Jinko. we agree on the amount of the bet? All right, Jinko, step up. Your bet. Mm, 500 credits. You heard the man. All right. And what are the conditions of the bet? 
that the next person that we run into does not know who he is. Yo. Um, stipulation, I do get to do the thing that I always do first, right? Yes, he can do the thing where he goes. Maybe you've heard of me. And say my full name. Uh, the Agna is about to say something, and Jacob goes, Next stipulation, this person does not count. Alright, you don't count. <laughs> the Agna finishes his question. And, uh, who are you exactly? Ha <laughs> ha, you almost won. <laughs> I'm Khan Klikachak. Maybe you've heard of me. Oh, he rolled three successes and a threat. <laughs> right, you're the one that destroyed Hadrian's station. That's right. Oh, the bounty on you is so big. Ooh, I think it just got more interesting. More people are going to have heard of me. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're right. This was a sucker's bet. <laughs> well, we could always cancel it. No, I do not back down from anything. That's why he had All a huge right. debt. They fill out the paperwork, uh, transfer account numbers, that sort of thing. And the bet is set. All right. Ready? I'm ready. This is boring. Hey. I jump out wildly from out of the booth and just start sprinting forward. <laughs> Who do I run into first? Oh, like you're just looking for a person? Yeah, no, first person he, he runs into. Like, just run in a straight line. He's not going to try to dodge him. <laughs> I rolled another species. I cannot believe this is happening. It's a Chadra fan. Oh, sweet. Oh, hi there. Hey, how's it going? Ah, pretty good. I've lost a lot of money, though. Oh, uh, well, I'm sure your day's a lot better now, huh? It is? Why would that be? Well, I mean, it's not every day you get to meet one of your heroes. You know, me, Khan Kachak. Maybe you've heard of me. <laughs> Hand starts sliding into my coat to grab. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be just because this is an unstatted NPC, uh, a two against two. I'm going to give you a blue because you're both Chadra fan. Sweet. Any other blues you want to argue for? Nah. Here it goes. Two green, a blue, two purple. Success! Yes. All right. The famous pod racer. That's right. You just earned yourself a signed headshot. And who can I make this out to? Oh, um, Narn. All right. The normal spelling, I'm guessing, right? You didn't have one of those weirdo parents? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just regular Narn. Good, good. All right. Well, always nice to meet a fan. Yeah, hey, do you think someone would buy this? Oh, goodness. <laughs> this is like a national treasure. I mean, who wouldn't so, buy yes. this? Oh, yeah. No, people would be fighting for this. I have got a lot of debt right now, and I really need to clear it. Oh, uh, I mean, if you can sleep with your... If you can live with yourself after selling such a thing, but, I mean, it's your life. You know what? I'll also bet on myself that I can sell this before the end of the day. Ooh, I'll double my money. And he runs off. Ooh, poor guy. Doesn't even know uh, what he has. <laughs> Jinko is watching his data pad as 500 credits. For some reason, are being withdrawn out of his account one credit at a time. Oh, yeah. I hope you're happy with yourself. I'm ecstatic. All right. Now to make Ching now to make Tazi happy, we'll go do the mission. Starlight Starbright, as I mentioned, has got a lounge lizard vibe. It's seen better days. The decor is like 20 years out of date. The music, eh, it's fine. The Murky Minox are a Biff band, just like the Biff band that played at the Moss Eisley Cantina. What's um, your name again? 
Uh, the modal nodes. That's right. These guys aren't even that good. I mean, the modal nodes weren't great, um, but they kind of had some fame in the outer rim. These guys aren't even quite that good. They're fine. Right. They play all the standards. Um, <laughs> all the standards, like, Benle, 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 da da da. Beside the stage, you see another Biff who seems to be very animatedly arguing with a Togruta female. All right, guys. Looks like we've got our target over there. Let's uh, fan out a bit, shall we? Um, at this point, so Kobe's already rolled everyone... off. <laughs> uh, where do you want everyone to go? Um, Click's going to sit like pretty much next to where those two are arguing or animatedly talking. Okay. Right. Um, I feel like Jinko would find himself a place in like the corner. Okay. Just so that he can watch the crowd a bit better. Yeah. And Tazi would probably, she'd probably want to stay close enough to help click, but would also still want to like watch the band, even though they're not great, but more so that she can judge them later. <laughs> right. Okay. So you can take a, a table sort of center front. Mm-hmm. Tazi has moved her seat over a little bit. So she's more dead center and she's just glaring at them. Um, Completely forgetting <laughs> that she's supposed to be doing something else. Argo uh, do, is also do, do her eyes you. do her eyes change at all while she's glaring as a job? Oh, I don't know. Does she get... like, do they do they narrow? Yeah, I think so. Like like a, like wait, an I, we've we've talked about eyes, this. Like in... wait, we've we've talked about this before. There are can there are canonical comics out there with Jawas that make angry eyes and squint because of a cartoonish style, right? Oh, right. There we go, then. So, Tazi glares. Argo's sitting next to you. What do you want to do? Well, I mean, I wanted to listen to them. Can I I listen to them? So, perception two with a black because of the noise. Perception two and a black. Fortunately, I can remove blacks because I am a Chadra fan. That's the best thing about this. Um, One of the best things about this race is that they have the race bonus of removing two blacks on perception rolls. So it's going to be a green and a yellow versus two purple. Uh, that is going to be two failures. Or, I'm sorry, two threats, a wash, and a triumph. <laughs> yeah. So there's no successes on this triumph. It's just a fail, two threats, and a triumph. Oh, boy. You can't make out what they're hearing, even with your Chadra fan hearing. In part because the band is loud, in part because they're trying, even though they're angry, which is very obvious to you, they're trying to keep the conversation low. Right. Um, gosh. What are the threats? Okay. The threats are that, well, okay, here, let me, let me put it this way. You can't hear them. From the body language, you can tell that maybe this is some sort of breakup. Hmm. Uh, what do you want your triumph to be? Wait, the threats were that it's a breakup? <laughs> yes. Is this actually the guy? Do I know this or no? Um, it, it yeah, you can tri- comfortably... Yeah, you can... You can. You, if you were curious, you would have just asked Argo. She would have verified it was him. Uh, can the triumph be that Kobe's rolled by with a serving tray and pickpocketed a, a data pad from him? <laughs> oh... <laughs> Okay, um, so you're you're going by from Kobe's perspective. It zooms in, and uh, Kobe's like, "Well, what does he do?" So, from Kobe's perspective, when everyone's discussing what they're going to do, Kobe wheels off and goes into the back of the house, right of of the place, and like there's like an old like cook like line cook there. It's like, "Ah, Kobe, go back." 
What are you doing here, you rapscallion? <laughs> and they tell <laughs> jokes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they all have a laugh. He asks if he can borrow in the serving trays. And suddenly he takes it and he starts rolling out. And he just goes up to the guy that he knows who it's supposed to be and reaches up and steals one of his, or steals the data pad from him, like from his right. pocket. And, and that one moment that he's spending taking the data pad and putting it into his compartment, the Togruta female, whom Kobe knows as the owner, oh, uh-huh. looks down and goes, not now, Kobe. Walla. <laughs> like, just completely forgetting he hasn't worked there in maybe two years. Uh, he just he pulls he, he pulls the data pad into his little compartment and rolls off in that sort of screeching speed where like when he turns a corner he's on one wheel, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like arms are flailing. One of them's holding like the serving tray, the other's just flailing like empty empty handedly. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> okay, so uh, does he give the data pad to click? Well, after he returns the tray, he probably comes back out and just like. Tugs on his like on his sleeve. Not now, Kobe. I'm trying to hear what they're saying. What, what? Takes out the data pad and like whacks you on the arm. Tunk. Oh, sweet. Uh, ma'am. Uh, we're gonna leave. I'm tired of this place, and uh, I don't think there's anything else here for me. I agree. You all get up. Tazi does not get up. I I walk over and grab her, grab her by like the scruff of her neck and start dragging her. Ah. ah. You guys are Come the worst! <laughs> Boom! Every trash compactor's better! Okay, so, um, the data shows, like, a long list of contacts and correspondence to individuals who he's hired recently. There's a lot of emails, essentially, trans- like text transmissions he sent to his Imperial contact. Okay, so um, <clears throat> you read through the text transmissions to the Imperial agent. It doesn't have a name, but it does have like contact information. So if you wanted to try to transmit a coded message to that Imperial, you could try it. Um, there's a couple of things that catch your eye. One is a lot of talk about a scoop and how they are out of scoops and they need more scoops if they need if they want more people to do the job. Um, this word scoop catches your attention, so you do a quick search on the data pad and you see that there's also like a reminder on his task manager that says, next person to recruit, scoop for sale. And then it has um, a name next to it. Um, the other thing you know is it has the coordinates for where the job is once he has decided and verified to um, hire you on. And the location for that is Yavin 4. And we will find out the importance of that next time. (laughs) So that's uh, that's the episode. Hope you enjoyed it. It's a production of me and Matt, the Ing Brothers. Um, You can follow us on Twitter at SilZeroChris. And I'm at SilZeroMatt. That's S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. Um, if you want me more of me, that's uh, Heroes of the Hiding Way, where I play Maltu Aldo. The Mando Commando Force Warhorse. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Uh, you can also uh, please leave us a rating and review. It helps us get knowledge of the show out to the general populace so that more people can love us. So um, 
I know last time after we stopped recording, you said that you wish that you hadn't stopped recording. So let me ask you, um, did I do anything that surprised you today? Oh, right. We were going to do this. Yeah, guess what? You can crop it and move it. I'm going to re-slice it. Yeah. Uh, Well, yeah, I said that you went into... uh, (laughs) The very appealing casino casino that you created. Yeah, I don't know why I went through the effort of making it and then thought maybe you wouldn't go there. (laughs) That's the... That's so disconnected. I'm gonna I make this know. so appealing, and they and you guys have like a smuggler thief guy with a history of gambling. Oh man, you guys will never go to this place that I created as, <laughs> as a specific landmark. <laughs> Maybe it's just because I thought of the phrase "long shot casino" and I had to use it, and then I don't know. I didn't overly plan for it, but I, I'm kind of glad I didn't. It, it, I thought it worked out really well, just oh, yes. with the random. So. Yeah, no, I mean, the Wombrat system worked fine. Yeah, that was fine. But yeah, there you go. That was my unexpected Matt moment. Well, that's what we're <laughs> going to call it. The unexpected Matt moment. <laughs> Every moment's an unexpected Matt moment if you don't know him there. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Hello. And now, time for my impression of a Tauntaun. Meow, meow. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Go ahead. Go back to Empire Strikes Back. Watch that scene and tell me how close I am.